welcome back to the Philosophites podcast, where we'll be examining life one week at a time. This week, we'll be expanding on some of the ideas from the third post in the blog entitled The Man in the Mirror. Before we jump into things, we just want to say thanks for all of the positive feedback we've been getting. It really is appreciated. And if anybody wants to, feel free to follow the podcast on whichever podcast streaming platform you prefer, or feel free to give the podcast a positive review if you get the chance. Also, for updates on the blog and the podcast, feel free to follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at Philosophites, or follow the Instagram, which is at philosophites.blog. And last thing before we jump into the main part of the episode, which is that we're always looking for more community bite submissions, so if you'd like to have your writing featured on the website or talked about on the podcast, or potentially be invited to come on the podcast to discuss your work, feel free to send in some of your writing. All the criteria for submissions can be found on the How to Get Featured post on the Community Bites blog, which can also be found in the description of this episode. All chosen contributors will also receive a unique one-time-use 50% off discount code for the store. And with that, let's jump into the episode. Jumping off the back of last week's post, The Imposter, the Guide, and the Guru, it should be clear that it's an essential and fundamental aspect of life to consider oneself a student to the teachings of the universe. Whether in a given moment one is looking to a parental or authority figure in one's life to receive guidance, or is finding the lesson of the day through a peer who one has reached out to, all teachings should be considered inherently valuable. That being said, there's also a distinct and unique value to searching within oneself for instruction. Introspection is a key tool in the self-betterment of the vast majority of people, I've heard on more than one occasion from a few different people that it's not an uncommon sentiment to be afraid of sitting with one's thoughts for any prolonged period of time. There's almost this growing fear among people that if one were to sit alone with their thoughts for any serious length of time that they might uncover something or realize something about themselves that they would have rather left hidden. This is honestly a feeling that I can relate to pretty heavily. It was only a couple years ago that I found myself deciding that I should be going on walks in nature, going for hikes without my phone, or at least with my phone muted in my backpack, to just give myself a chance to force myself really to sit with my thoughts and introspect a little bit more than I otherwise would if I'm listening to another podcast or listening to music, almost distracting myself. It feels a little silly to be saying, take some time away from podcasts and sit with your own thoughts while literally recording a podcast, but we'll keep this one short. I think the acknowledgement of this feeling of being afraid of sitting with one's own thoughts is part of the reason why journaling culture has become so prevalent in the self-help area in the last couple of years, as it feels a lot safer to channel those inner thoughts and dig into one's own mind a little bit with prompts and guidelines from a journal telling you how to think, or just giving you an idea of where to start. While there's absolutely no harm in this, and it's a great place to start if you're just beginning the journey of introspection in any real capacity, but I think also there's value in jumping into the deep of it yourself without the life preserver that is guided journaling prompts. One of the statistics that I have pulled here from the blog post says that any given person can on average experience more than 250 thoughts each hour. With the average person being awake for approximately 16 hours a day, that's about 4,000 thoughts just 
occurring in each person's mind every single day. It goes without saying that there is some inherent value in writing down some of these ideas and thoughts and looking back on them when one has the chance. They're obviously not all going to be keepers, but I think it can still be a worthwhile exercise to take part in every once in a while. I think sometimes it can be important to take one of those random thoughts that one has over the course of a day and just follow it to its natural endpoint. Picking one of the ideas and sort of following the stream of consciousness that your mind allows you to go on can often lead to some unique and interesting places. I think it's important not to solely spend one's time absorbing information and entertainment from external sources, but to also pause sometimes and look inside oneself. When one limits their own experience of the natural world to consist solely of their interactions with the external, one is effectively muting their own unique and personal perspective on the natural world. Again, it goes without saying that there is a time and a place to face outward and take in what exists around oneself. It's also essential to see the inherent value that comes from turning inward and placing the focus on one's own inner thoughts. Like most things in life, some sort of balance is the key to establishing a healthy connection with both the internal and the external. I think it's worth mentioning that everyone has dark thoughts too. It's perfectly okay and normal and natural to decide that those thoughts aren't the ones worth exploring. Distractions like audiobooks and podcasts and music are kind of the perfect answers in situations like those. But in any other circumstance, it can absolutely be worth taking the time to sit with your thoughts for a moment and see if there's anything you can learn about yourself. Doing a check-in with your own mind is one of the only ways to establish how you truly feel about something you've encountered that day, or maybe check in on something that's been bothering you lately. I find it can also be pretty rewarding to just take a break between podcasts, take a break between albums or playlists or every few songs or between every few chapters of the audiobook just to check in and to sit with your own thoughts for a minute on how you felt about that thing how it connected with you what it reminded you of what it made you feel it might sound like a waste of time but there's often a lot that can be gained with just trying to make a little bit of a connection between what you're absorbing and not just mindlessly clicking on to the next video or the next sound clip. I think being able to balance the time that one spends looking outward and being present in the external versus looking inwards and introspecting on the internal, it's a skill that requires special tending to. It's really not uncommon to hear of someone who spends too much time in their own head. Like any skill, it's important to practice and hone the ability to be present both internally and externally. By turning the mirror back towards oneself, there's a special level of self-awareness that one is able to gain. It might seem a little bit silly, but if you'll indulge me, I'm going to leave a 30-ish second gap in the audio here. Take in some of the sounds around you, be observant of your own mind, whatever feels natural.
and we're back. If you found it to be even the slightest bit therapeutic or valuable in any way to take that time and sit with your own thoughts, it might be worth repeating. I'll leave that part up to you all. And with that, I think we'll wrap up this week's episode. Thank you so much all for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.